Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Let's Talk Cars Radio is sponsored in part by Napa Car Care Centers, BDG Auto Group, by Bob and Cindy's Cotman Transmissions, Advanced Technology Institute, and American Do-It-Yourself Garage. Be a part of the program today by calling 757-222-3705. You may text your comments and questions during the show at 757 866 2192. That's 757-866-2192. Email your questions and comments to Dave at letstalkcarsradio.com. Now, here is the host of Let's Talk Cars Radio, Dave Palash. Saturday, America. That's right. You are back with me on the Destination Vacation episodes. So if you didn't follow with us last week, let me just tell you what's going on. I decided to take a vacation. And, well, I had to take you guys along with me, so you guys had new episodes. So we decided to go ahead and give you guys new shows, and here we are. Just a little bit of sunglasses, a nice shirt to go along with it, and a little technology. And you guys get a new show, and I get a vacation. So it works out for the best of all of us. So we're all here, and here we go. So I want to jump right into it this week and just kind of tell you guys about some things that are going on here in the news. And we're going to have some fun, and that's just the way it works. Sound good? I'm huh? cool. Okay, so here we go. If you guys notice the new trend, fast food is all going delivery. Have you guys seen this? I've noticed it, yes. Everywhere I go, everything is advertised fast food. Right down before we left, I was telling Cameron, I went, so it was crazy before we went on vacation. You know how it is. Right before you go on vacation, you're running around. Well, I don't think I cooked anything for the first, like, the week before we left. There was just no time to cook anything. So it was fast food everything, and I felt it too. Because I'm not a big fast food fan. I don't like a whole lot of fast food. Uh, it's just grease, 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 grease. But every place I went to to try to feed the family as we were trying to get bags packed and everything else, I noticed it was fast food. We deliver now. We deliver now. Or it was on the door of the restaurant. We deliver now. So is it really good, though? I mean, fast food at its best already is already kind of pushing it just from trying to get it over the counter to the, I guess, to the table and sit down and eat it. It's already kind of a uh, situation. So do we think fast food being delivered is going to be good? Sure. Really? Why not? You know, fast food gets a bad rap. Fast food tastes good. No, 
it does not. Yeah, it, it really does, does not it, taste good. A Big Mac or a Whopper or one of them big Wendy's burger. I mean, they they just it, taste good. No, I disagree with you. You don't think no. they taste good? No, I, no. I don't. I, I think it's just you're serving a purpose. I don't think it tastes good at all. See, I think it tastes good. That's so why, if it if it didn't if it didn't taste good, I wouldn't eat. Now it. you cram it in a bag, and you throw it in a car, and it has to be delivered to you. First of all, McDonald's fries is only are only good if they're fresh and hot. If you throw them in a bag, you throw them in a car, and now it has to be delivered to you, are they still good? And I'm going to ask Cameron. Cameron, tell me, because I can't even get fries myself <laughs> if I go get them and get them back to the house, and they're still warm enough for me to want to eat them. And he, this man, Cameron, let me tell you, and I'll let him speak, he uses every single fast food app there is. And has fast food delivered for all his friends. Hey, hey, hey. It's not only fast food, though. Okay. I, I will retract my statement. He uses some of the other food apps to deliver not just fast food, but other food. It's the pre-millennial. I'm telling you, they love everything on demand. That's the reason why Uber and Lyft and, and Grubhub and Dub-a-Dub and Jub-a-Dub-Jub, they all have jobs. Is because of people like him. So I'll let him speak on the behalf of all of them because... We know this guy's not using them, so go ahead. <laughs> so there are three apps I use. I use Uber Eats, Postmates, and Grubhubs. Grubhubs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. These names are – I'm telling you, we talked about it before. There are so many services out there that I know that you guys have never even heard of before. They're still in the wings. We talked about it, that they're up and coming. But somehow this man knows like the names of all of them as they continue to start coming out. And he finds them and he uses them. So well, – He's the expert, not me. Yeah, that's I'm just because, here. Like, I'm just a pretty face with glasses at on. At 2 a.m., when you're watching a movie and all your friends just turn to you and go, are you hungry? Are you and hungry? you want a midnight snack, but you don't want to cook anything. And you're like, oh, I don't want to get up. And they're like, well, it would, they'll deliver it to your window <laughs> if you ask them to. Which, yes, that has happened. And everybody from Postmates or Chanelos. Let me just stop you. Or- let me just stop you right there. <laughs> so this is how it works in my house. I go to sleep at a certain time, and I don't want to be woke up. So the man has trained these people, trained them, to deliver to a window, to a window. Of all places, they deliver to his bedroom window so they don't wake me up because I will get mad. This is how. This is the insanity that the world has turned into, that you can train people to deliver to a window. To a window! Well, you can right. always set out on the front porch. Or no, 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 because my house has we an alarm, a alarm. And the rules of my house are the alarm gets set, and the alarm is not to be unset after I've gone to sleep. So he has trained them to deliver to a window. So, All right, I'll let him go on and with And we the have story a certain knock. Because it's just, right. And we have a right, certain and, knock right, to know right. That, hey, right. he's trained. Look, I'm just going to continue to drink so, on my vacation. On our, <laughs> on our instructions to the driver, it's like knock three times and then whisper, I'm here. So, <laughs> and, whisper, and, whisper, and whisper, I'm here. Well, the first time it was yell your pizza's here as loud as you could, and that was the funniest thing ever. Because <laughs> we, <laughs> this is what delivery drivers will do for a tip, guys. If you didn't know, this is apparently what d- delivery drivers will do when someone calls and says, "Hey, deliver to a window," and I'll give you a big tip. Apparently, they'll well, do some serious things. Imagine for a tip. that, like. Well, you place your order at 2 a.m. and it doesn't receive to you till 3 a.m., but 
yet you're still going to accept it. When you have still friends hungry. over eating popcorn and watching movies, these are the antics that you tell these people <laughs> to do so, for a big tip. And then all you hear is, your pizza's here! <laughs> like and, I'm sure my neighbors love me. <laughs> and, I, that, I, and that didn't wake you up? No, no, because the way my house is built, I'm, I'm on the backside and, and on a three-story house, and I can't hear but I can hear them moving about the house, and I can hear, and I definitely hear the alarm turn on and turn off. I can hear the chirp of the alarm turn on and turn off if somebody strikes it, which wakes me up instantly and gets my attention very quickly. So wow. these people come, and you order the food. The restaurant gets it. They make the food, and it, it's right. just like you Get said. Get to the point. This is right, a well, car show. Get to the point. Is the food fresh or not when delivered in a car? Is it or not? The fries aren't, but the chicken nuggets are. So the fries are horrible. That's the that's what I'm getting to. Okay, that's, see, that's what I was trying to get fries. you. The, the fries are horrible, so that doesn't work. Well, I didn't want to. I had to give them like the other good reasons of why it could be good. <laughs> I couldn't just come straight out and say the fries are horrible. Do you see why I need a vacation? Do you guys understand why I needed a vacation? These are the antics that happen. This is crazy. So the fries are horrible. So we know not. You don't order the fries. You would order the fries, wouldn't you? Larry would order the fries. No, I'd pop open a bag of frozen or Ida and put them in the stove and cook them right So you'd there. want the hamburger but not the fries is what you're telling me. Yeah, and I would time it right. I would time it so oh, that the hamburger oh, or and the fries were in. This is why, from last week's show, he orders the cheapest stuff. Because <laughs> he's going to time the fries, but he wants the burger. Do you like Five Guys burgers and fries? Yeah, they're sloppy. But they did you know good. they deliver? Well, that's, I think that's the point. You can get that delivered to you. Did I you did, know that? I, no, yes, I did not. Yes, they will go get that for you. So that's Village one of the, Inn, that's one of the services. Yeah, I've tried that Five Guys, and that was my that was my takeaway. That these are pretty good good burgers, but man, yeah, do they like make them. a mess. I like them. They're messy, but I like them. I also had Village Inn delivered to my window before. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, everybody likes Village Inn, I think. Village Inn is good. They got good sandwiches. I didn't Love know Village Inn existed anymore. I thought that yeah, was no, gone no, no. Over decades. there in Pembroke, Pembroke area. Really? Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, I like them. And no, I'm not endorsed by. Is that a pizza place? No, Village Inn is a. It's, it's like a. It's like a sandwich, like a kind of like a grandma's restaurant kind. There of used thing. to be a, a Village Inn pizza place. Yeah, I know. I remember up there. With, no, no, I remember way back in the day. Way back in the days of Shakey's. Yeah, yeah, back when Shakey's. Well, that's the 80s. Milton's. And Crackle Barrel. Village Inn Pizza. Mm. I remember. Crackle yeah, that was way. That's your. I think they were at Janif, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, I but be. I remember. The, I remember Village Inn Pizza. I remember that. That was way back in the 80s, though. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Just letting you guys know, if you really want fast food, that is the new trend, delivering fast food. And there's an app for that, huh? And there is an app for that, yes. Yeah, I hate having There's an app for that. There is. Just letting you know. Oh, that sounds better than, and there's a piece of software for that. Oh, well, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that does have a better ring to it. Go figure. You know, somebody probably got paid big money for coming up with the term there's an app for that well they were always known as an application even when you were doing coding no no right you're right they they refer to it you know without this application here executes the application and if you don't want to use an app i say we create a phone number that you call you tell them what you want we use the app and you just have to pay us a service fee so we just earn money for cameron cameron is like the the man who comes up with the idea after the idea (laughs) <laughs> and wants to get paid for it. He's always, he's been that guy forever. He's always the guy that comes up with the idea after the idea and is like, hand me my check. I'm good with that. I can always come up with a good idea. After, <laughs> after somebody else yeah. came up with a good idea yeah, and, I, and then look for a check for it. Yeah, I came up with PCs. Somebody already had them. 
Did you call it feces or did you call it something else? Called it IBM. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I got this great idea. It's called IBM. It's not I, like IBM. When I called them, they told me it was a little late. Yeah. So, somebody had already thought of somebody it. Somebody already thought of it. I, I got this great idea. It's called IBM. But it's not like IBM. It's, but, it, but I want to call it IBM. That's hilarious. I got wow. That's like me. I I got these great ideas. I can never get anybody to give me a check for it though. I'm telling you. I, look, guys, it's it's the vacation destination episode. I don't know what to tell you. We're a, just a, a little bit off the rail, but we're supposed to be when you're on vacation, right? You're supposed to be having a good time, hanging out, all kind of stuff. Like I said, it was just important for me for you guys to have new shows to listen to and have a good time with us. On that note, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we got more news and more stories to get into, and we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio with Dave Palach here on Freedom 1110 WKQA. Okay, your week is crazy. Your local Napa Auto Care Center understands. That's why we're open Saturdays for your convenience. Get that oil change you've been putting off way too long. Be done with those squeaky brakes that are on your last nerve. We get it. Our Napa Auto Care Center is open Saturday when you maybe don't have soccer, dance class, a late meeting at work, you name it. Call for a Saturday appointment now. Hey guys, Dave Pillage from Let's Talk Cars Radio. Are you tired of trying all the wrong auto shops and never leaving feeling that satisfied experience? Napa Car Care Centers, the BDG HRVA group, has the answer for you. Friendly, reliable teams assembled for all your automotive needs. Find your local auto center today at NapaBDGHRVA.com. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Talk to you soon. Do you currently live in an apartment or condo? Need to work on your car, truck, even motorcycle, but your homeowners association has you down? If your garage is full of broken dreams and the I'll get to it next week projects, American Do-It-Yourself Garage is the place for you. They offer fully equipped, well-lit garage bays with or without a vehicle lift for your needs. Each bay is fully equipped with a workbench, hand tools, air tools, laptop usage, even assistance with parts ordering, which is all included with each bay rental for a reasonable price. If you're looking for a place that feels like home, filled with fantastic staff willing to lend a hand, then give American Do-It-Yourself Garage a call today at 1-844-462-3494. That's 1-844-462-3494. Or go to their webpage and reserve your bay at AmericanDIYG.com. American Do-It-Yourself Garage. Let the friendship begin. Hey guys, Dave Pillot from Let's Talk Cars Radio. You've heard me say it time and time again. Anyone can guess what's wrong with your transmission. The true test is getting it right the first time. At Bob and Cindy's Cotman Transmission in Janif, there is no guessing. They understand that your car is more than just a car. It's what gets you from work on time and home safely at the end of the day. Bob and Cindy understand you have to work hard to meet the needs of your customer. Their certified technicians will help keep you on the road for years to come. If you can drive it, they can fix it. Call Bob and Cindy today at Cotman Transmission Janif. 466 7778. That's 466 7778. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow and Sons Incorporated until you need them. 
But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Don't forget the phone number, 399-1714. That's 399-1714. Air conditioning and heating and all plumbing. J.F. Whitlow & Sons have been serving Hampton Roads since 1949. Residential and commercial. You can always count on J.F. Whitlow & Sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time. Located in Portsmouth and serving all of Hampton Roads. Those who know, call J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Call them at 399-1714. That's 399-1714. J.F. Whitlow & Sons, Incorporated. Are you ready for a change? Is this the year that you go from a job to a career? Well, ATI can help. Advanced Technology Institute offers degrees and diplomas in the in-demand field with hands-on training of automotive technology, heavy vehicle technology, HVAC commercial refrigeration, maritime welding, and commercial diving. ATI provides accelerated schedules to help students get into their career field fast. So why wait? Day and night classes are available. Job placement assistance from orientation to graduation. Go to auto.edu right now to find out more. Or you can call 757-490-1241. That's 490-1241. What are you waiting for? ATI, not just helping build the minds of tomorrow, but building your community every day. ATI is certified by CHEV the State Council of Higher Education for Virginia to operate in Virginia. Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Call into the program now at 757-222-3705. Now, here is Dave Palach. Welcome back, America. This is Let's Talk Cars Radio on WKQA Freedom 1110. I'm your host, Dave Pilach. And if you didn't catch us at the top of the hour, we, this is our vacation destination episode. Wanted to make sure you guys had new shows to listen to while I took a vacation that was well needed. So let's talk about something new. How about blinkers, guys? Blinkers. I'm talking blinkers. So what I mean by blinkers is the fact that you guys don't know how to use them. And that's kind of concerning to me. So what do I mean by you guys don't know how to use them? Here's some of the things that happened to me before I went on vacation. I had people didn't use blinkers, was stuck in traffic, decided to cut me off. I actually had people that literally just stopped in the middle of traffic. I'm not talking like dead stop traffic. I'm talking I was rolling like 30 miles an hour. They just decided they wanted to be in the left and or the right hand lane, just came to a dead stop and then turned on their blinker to go ahead and move into the left or the right lane when traffic was open enough for them to go ahead and move over. I've never seen this before. This has got to be a new thing. Cameron, you ever seen anything like that? Well, yeah, but it was for a reason, though. No, I'm talking about I'm cruising the speed limit. Let's say 30, 35 miles an hour. All the traffic along the side of me on both sides is moving 30, 35 miles an hour. The car in front of me comes to a dead stop. That's happened to me before. Because it wants to go left or right while traffic on the side is still going. That means everybody behind me has a slam on their brakes, 
And then this person decides to wait for traffic to come clear enough just so they can move into the next lane and then continue to travel 30 or 35 miles an hour. I'm not talking about this has happened once, twice, or three times. In one week's period of time, this happened to me at least four or five times. I've never seen anything like this. this is, I want to know, did they watch a training video on how to do this? Did they see this on TV as being a new way to change lanes? I'm a little confused by this behavior because I've never seen anything like this before. Look, Blinker's been around for a long time. A very long time. They're not a new thing. We just didn't just add them to vehicles. You didn't just sit down in your vehicle and discover, hey, what's this switch? They have been there for a very long time. If you took your driving test, you had to know what a blinker was. It's in the driving book. It's part of your driving exam. So why all of a sudden do we decide either we're not going to use blinkers or we're going to use them in the weirdest fashion I've ever seen. I'm completely confused by this. So if you have an answer, please, by all means, text it to me, email it to me, call me about it. I don't care. I'm just curious how all of a sudden do we decide that we're going to use blinkers or maybe not use blinkers in the weirdest fashion. I drive all over Hampton Roads all the time. I'm constantly up and down these roads, going to different meetings and meet, hanging out at the auto parts store, obviously, as I've told you guys about, or going to different auto garages and stuff and hanging out and talking to my friends and enjoying my time just talking about cars in general. And all of a sudden, people have decided that they're going to use blinkers or not use blinkers in the strangest fashion. And I just, it brings up the conversation of blinkers. So I just kind of want to discuss it. I don't understand. If you have blinkers in your car, you're supposed to use them to change lanes. I understand that every once in a while you may get in a rush because you want to get in the next lane because traffic's heavy and you instinctively grab the wheel and you want to yank it to the next lane and don't think about turning on that blinker. The only thing you have done is most likely either aggravated the person that was directly behind you because it caught them off guard or the person you've now cut off that was in the lane next to you because you did cut them off and they weren't expecting it, which then incites the fact that they want to give you the one finger wave, which I told you, let's not stop doing that. Go ahead and give them the big okay or give them a thumbs up. I'm telling you, if you give them those, they will probably aggravate them even more because that's the new thing you're supposed to do. Or I give you the okay, and the thumbs up, and I put them together. Those two really makes people mad because it tells them they're a great driver, that you're okay or awesome. And that seems to infuriate them even more, but it's better than giving them the other one because eh, it's just profound kind of thing that you really don't want to do, and it's getting old and tired, and we've been doing it forever, and I think we can evolve from that, and I'd rather give them something that's more positive, and it seems like positivity makes people angry even more. So There's one thing I don't like. What's that? I hate when you're about to... Go turn and somebody like speeds up behind you and gets right on your bumper and then it's your fault. Even though you have your blinker on, letting them know that you're about to make a turn, it's your fault that you slowed down to hit that turn. Okay, so here's the reverse effect of that and we'll talk about that as well. So there is a reverse effect. I've been told I use my blinkers overly aggressive. So I turn my blinkers all the time for every turn, every time I'm going to change lanes and stuff like that. One of the things that irritates me is I will turn my blinker signaling that I want to get in the lane way ahead of time, especially when traffic's really heavy. And then I get that guy who won't let me over after I've signaled that I want to make that lane change. You see that I'm trying to go left or I'm trying to go right and I'm trying to get in that lane. And I just want to be a courtesy driver to let a courteous driver to let you know that I'm trying to get in that lane. 
And then for my efforts, you decide to be that guy that's going to block me and never let me over, which then makes it where I have to make a decision. Do I shove you over? No. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) I guess that's an option. But do I slowly make my way over and make you back off to let me in? which then puts me in a position that I don't like because I've had to force my way into that spot. Now, I've given you an indication way before we ever get there to let you know that I want to come over in that lane. So why do you just have to be that guy that never leaves me any room to get in? I've never understood that over and over and over again. If I've turned on my blinker way ahead of time to give you the ability to leave me room to get over, it's not like I waited to the last minute to try to get over. I gave you signal way before I got there. So why do you feel that you need to go ahead and tighten up the lines and or the ranks and not let me in? If I'm being polite to let you know, hey, I need to get over and I'm doing it way ahead of time, why do you feel the need to shut me out? So. That's where people, and I've had this argument with people over and over and over again. They've said, if I turn on my blinker, they'll never let me over. And I understand how that sometimes happens. But many times I've turned on my blinker and there's people that, hey, he's trying to get over and they leave me a spot. I've also turned on my blinker. Somebody leaves me a spot and then someone tries to snag it and slam into that spot way ahead of me. So I'm just saying the blinker has been there for a long time. If we use it correctly, I highly believe if you use it instead of not using it, there is a better chance that you will be a safer driver by using your blinker than being an unsafe driver if you don't use it. So, I don't know. I, I, I use my blinker a lot. Larry, do you use your blinker a lot, or are you one of the people that don't use their blinker? I always use it. You use it everywhere? Everywhere. Do you feel that you overly use it like I do? Mm, probably. Yeah, let's say, I, you know, I if I'm turning, me, I'm using it. I use it. I use it everywhere. And like I said, it gets me in a lot of trouble because sometimes I use it and I find the guy that tries to block me when I'm trying to use it because I've, I've oh. given him heads up that I'm trying to turn. I hate that. I don't like when I use my blinker and then they don't let me over. So then I have to squeeze my way to get over. Then they get in the other lane and then they squeeze their self in front of me and then try to brake check me. Oh, I've had that happen. Many I've had times. that happen many. I just had that happen to me the other day. Why would you take your time out of the day to even try to do that? Well, there's there's a word for that, and but we're not allowed to use it on the radio. But there's there's people that just go out of their way just to be that guy. I've had that happen. I have moved myself over and watched the guy get back out of line, go around me to cut back in front of me for just the purpose to be that guy. Yeah. And so, you know, there's there's going to be that. But here's the thing. Don't let people like that get you down. Remember that I told you that. Because if you let people like that get you down, then you've lowered yourself to that level. And when you get home and you wind down and you think about it, you're going to realize that you let somebody like that wind you up for no reason. Don't let them wind you up. Like I said, just give them the okay or the thumbs up, and you will feel better when you get home. Because you know what you meant when you gave them that, even without having to ever say it. Yeah, okay. Right. But see... <laughs> I can't do any of that. I just, I'm one of those people. I love, I'm telling you, I love the newfound thumbs up and the okay. I just do. Because I know, I have seen people get so wound up now when I give them the thumbs up or I give them an okay. They get so mad. And I'm like, I've done nothing but tell you, okay, you're a great driver. Keep on motoring, buddy. And they, and they are so mad when I do it. So keep that in mind. I'm just saying, blinkers, people. Use them. They're there for a reason. I literally almost before I went on vacation went out to pick and pull or something and snapped off a bunch of blinker switches just so I could give you some like ideas of what they look like because you seem to forget what they look like. You don't use them. Instead and when of you do, quarters, you throw blinker switches at them. Right. You just, you just 
you seem to forget how to use them. Like I said, the new one for me is the mystery. The stop in the middle of traffic while cars are zooming by me on both sides until you can get over into the lane you want to get into. I've never seen that. If somebody can please, please explain to me why that keeps happening, I have no idea. I've never seen this. This is a new one for me. And like I said, for the fact that it has happened to me so many times in one week where somebody will just stop in traffic while traffic is flying by on both sides until they can get in what lane that they want to get into. I've never seen anything like it. It's, it's, it mystifies me. I got to take a sip of my drinky drinky because it mystifies me. That's been happening to me for several years. People stop just right in front of you. Yeah. This has never happened to me. They just stop. And I'm like, what are they doing? With traffic flying by on both sides until they can get into the next lane they want to get into. Then they flip their blinker on and they still sit there. No, no. That's what, that's, that's what I'm talking about. This this is what happens to me. (laughs) I've never seen it. Just started happening to me. I've never seen it before. And I'm literally just sitting in a lane while cars are whizzing by on both sides and they're dead stopping from me, holding everybody behind me up, turn on their blinker. And wait for it to be clear for them to go on the next. And then they just get the next thing and they just motor on like it's nothing. I'm like, when did this start happening? I tell you what, guys, think about it for a minute. If you have a solution, please send it to me because I'm curious. I've never seen it. And we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio with Dave Palach here on Freedom 1110 WKQA. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Something really cool happened in 1975. And no, it wasn't the beginning of the disco era. Congress passed the Magnuson Moss Act. So you don't have to take your vehicle back to your dealer to keep your vehicle manufacturer's warranty in effect. Our Napa Auto Care Center uses the proper replacement parts and procedures to keep that warranty valid. Visit our independently owned Napa Auto Care Center today. Hey guys, you asked for it and I delivered. Check out our all-star team of automotive specialists at NapaBDGHRVA.com. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Talk to you soon. Do you currently live in an apartment or condo? Need to work on your car, truck, even motorcycle, but your homeowners association has you down? If your garage is full of broken dreams and the I'll get to it next week projects, American Do-It-Yourself Garage is the place for you. They offer fully equipped, well-lit garage bays with or without a vehicle lift for your needs. Each bay is fully equipped with a workbench, hand tools, air tools, laptop usage, even assistance with parts ordering, which is all included with each bay rental for a reasonable price. If you're looking for a place that feels like home, filled with fantastic staff willing to lend a hand, then give American Do-It-Yourself Garage a call today at 1-844-462-3494. That's 1-844-462-3494. Or go to their webpage and reserve your bay at AmericanDIYG.com. American Do-It-Yourself Garage. Let the friendship begin. 
Hey guys, Dave Pilot from Let's Talk Cars Radio. Are you tired of your everyday job looking for something more? You have to go check out ATI at auto.edu. Advanced Technology Institute has a program for you. From accelerated schedules to assistance in helping students get into the career field fast. Guys, I understand how hard it is with the hassle of juggling life, work, kids. That's why ATI provides day and night classes to make things as easy for you to succeed. If you're ready for a change, give them a call today at 757-490-1241. That's 757-490-1241. Make ATI your choice for building today's minds and tomorrow's communities. ATI is certified by CHEV, the State Council of Higher Education for Virginia to operate in Virginia. Talk to you soon. guys, Dave Pillot from Let's Talk Cars Radio. You've heard me say it time and time again. Anyone can guess what's wrong with your transmission. The true test is getting it right the first time. At Bob and Cindy's Cotman Transmission in Janif, there is no guessing. They understand that your car is more than just a car. It's what gets you from work on time and home safely at the end of the day. Bob and Cindy understand you have to work hard to meet the needs of your customer. Their certified technicians will help keep you on the road for years to come. If you can drive it, they can fix it. Call Bob and Cindy today at Cotman Transmission Janif. 466 7778. That's 466 7778. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow and Sons Incorporated until you need them. But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember J.F. Whitlow and Sons. Don't forget the phone number 399 1714. That's 399-1714. Air conditioning and heating and all plumbing. J.F. Whitlow & Sons have been serving Hampton Roads since 1949. Residential and commercial. You can always count on J.F. Whitlow & Sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time. Located in Portsmouth and serving all of Hampton Roads. Those who know. Call J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Call them at 399-1714. That's 399-1714. J.F. Whitlow & Sons, Incorporated. Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Call into the program now at 757-222-3705. Now, here is Dave Palach. Welcome back, America. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio on WKQA Freedom 1110. I'm your host, Dave Pillach, hanging out with my friends. We're talking about cars, and this is the vacation destination episode. Yep, that's right. I decided to take a vacation, so if you haven't been following along, we're on vacation, and you guys are hanging out with us, getting a new episode. It was very important to me to make sure that you guys had something new and fresh to listen to while I was on vacation. So... Some sunglasses, nice vacation shirt, a little drinky drinky, and here we go. So, when we were on break, we were kind of just talking about all the different things that were going on that were in the news and stuff. One of the things that Larry actually brought up was car commercials, how some of them have been good lately and bad lately, but there was actually a pretty funny one that came out. So, we've been talking about how electric cars have been kind of invading our life very quickly. You guys know that Larry and I have been Tesla fans. We have been talking about it forever. They are the unicorn, as far as I'm concerned. If you see a Tesla, you can't help but look at it, 
want to stop, walk around it, touch it, feel it, whatever it may be. Own it. Yeah, they're just they're just a cool car. And as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter how many electric cars start to be mass produced and come out. Tesla's still going to be the unicorn of all of them. That's just how I feel. And I could be wrong, and I've been wrong before. And when I'm wrong, I'm easily to say and admit it. But I still think Tesla will be the unicorn. With that being said, this new electric car commercial was actually pretty cool. And it kind of puts things in perspective a little bit. What I mean by, and I'll let Larry kind of explain it because he's the one that saw the commercial. So tell me about the commercial you see, and, and, and you guys will understand as he explains it. It was just your typical kind of a two kids racing at the traffic light. Two kids are at a light. One guy is racing his motor, making it real loud. So the he's other, the gasoline engine. Yeah, the other guy's sitting there just quiet. And the other guy, he keeps racing his, and the other guy's quiet. Finally, the light turns green, and the electric car is gone before the guy with the gas engine can even think. It's like, <laughs> boom. And with a, no noise at all. Yep. Then a little thing, up, a little text on the screen. Electric cars, they're here. Yeah, and here's the thing. That's the easiest thing to basically say. Little verbs like that. What was the one that we talked about a couple weeks back? It was like uh, where they had the autonomous vehicles sooner than you think or something yeah, like that yeah. it was like the little verb that they had on it so with those little things popping up in our everyday life it 100 percent is just them trying to tell you it here's the thing i've always said it before so rather you guys think i'm right or i'm not i very much believe that movies play a big part in introducing us to technology mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is i believe that if you take over-the-top technology that would normally scare us and you introduce it in a movie first and you keep on introducing it in movies and movies and you make it use, make us used to seeing it in a movie, then it becomes what we believe everyday life. Do you guys follow what I mean by that? Yes. Yes. Okay. So then when it gets introduced into everyday life where you start selling it to the public – they're not scared of it because they've seen it in movies over and over again, and now they want that. So it becomes a want. If you keep on showing it in movies, the average consumer goes, God, I want that. Instead of just going, hey, here's a lifesaver. <laughs> See what you can do with that. That would be scary technology, correct? Yeah, that would. Okay, but if you keep on showing it in movies, and then all of a sudden you introduced one into the public, people are like, I want one of those. I do want a lightsaber. I, I'm just, not, I'm, and I'm not saying that's it because you guys understand how scary that may be. But if something along that line, okay. So I'll take you back a little bit, and some of y'all will remember microwaves. So the idea of a microwave showed up in movies first. Just the kind of the idea of it was in movies. Then all of a sudden, the idea came out and was available to the public. Now they're an everyday item. So do you remember when that happened? I do. Okay. That would have been interesting tech. Nobody wanted one. I remember when microwaves first came out, people weren't hot to have one in their homes. I thought it was because they were rather expensive. They were north of $1,000. They were expensive. For what you could buy for $29.95 now. Right. Okay. So they they were quite expensive, but the idea of the fact that it was microwaved and people thought that they could get harmed. I remember when microwave, I remember when people first had some microwaves. They stood way far away from when they oh, were using them. Yeah. Okay. Remember the pacemaker? Don't use it with a okay. pacemaker. And that never was a problem. Right. So when people got used to the idea, there's just the fear everything goes away. So I think we use movies to get us used to the ideas. So electric cars and movies, 
all these different gadgets and movies, you can see how we get used to it. So I think we use movies to bridge that gap between people. And I think that as we get used to technologies, look at Kiwi. Okay, so we talked about Kiwi. Kiwi is a robot that they are using at uh, UC Berkeley to do deliveries now. And I think it's done over 10,000 or 20,000 deliveries now where it delivers goods and it's like a grocery delivery thing and can deliver food and all different kinds of stuff. So that is now, we talked about that, what, almost a year and a half, almost two years ago, I think is when we yeah. actually talked about we, it. We haven't, we talked about it very recently. I was just trying to imagine in the middle of the night, a neighbor looks out a door and they see this kiwi coming up to Cameron's window with a stack of pizzas. <laughs> and it yells out, pizza delivery! <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine the neighbors looking over there? You know, it's got a red nose that's lit up and pulsating. Blit up eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, look, I understand. I definitely understand. But here's where we are with it. It's just, it is what it is. So, what are you going to do? Well, buy it and eat it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just like the pizza. There you go. Just like the pizza. So I'm just saying, technology is one of those things where you get to the point, you just don't know what's going to happen. And then movies legitimize it. it they do. It, they make it legit. And then once it's legit, people want it. And then you just start selling it to the public. And I think that's what's going to end up happening with all the different electric cars and all the technology we're going to get it to the point in autonomous vehicles we're going to the point where we make it legit and then everybody's going to want it and that's how we're going to bridge that gap and that's how everybody's going to want all this stuff now when are they going to put alexa in the cars well i told you so we're already getting to that point where you can talk to your car that's can the technology you? yeah they're talking they're getting to the point where you can talk to your car and it can bounce everything back to the house remember i told you they were working on that technology yeah. so you leave lights on the garage doors open, all that kind of stuff. You just talk to the car, and it takes care of all that stuff. Are you re lowering the AC from the car so you want the house to be a little bit cooler by the time you get home? You talk to the car, and it will lower the AC at the I'm house. I'm talking about controlling the car. Hey, Alexa, change my tire. Well, look, at, we already <laughs> talked about we're not going to have to worry about changing tires because the tire technology goes through. Remember the smart tire? Yeah, well, that was just an example. But, I mean, yeah. uh, hey, Alexa, you know, Take me over for a burger. We're already at that point. Just <laughs> pops off your tire. Remember the tech, see, here's the thing, guys. There's so much technology that's out there that we've talked about over all the years that even I start to forget about all of it until these guys remind me. But remember the technology where if you had a conversation two years ago, the car is recording the conversation and they can remind you about the conversation? I remember that, okay. yes. Which was scary technology. It's yeah. still very scary to me. If you guys don't remember what I was talking about, about two years ago we had a conversation about technology that was being developed where the car is constantly learning and evolving. And what I mean by that, because this is very scary, the car is secretly, and not, not secretly, you're aware of the fact that it's doing it, but it is secretly. It records conversations that you have in the car. And then it learns and it adapts. And what I mean by that is if Larry and I were driving in the car and we were talking about a burger and a certain burger that we like, it has recorded that information. And then it learns about that information and things that we like. So let's say two years from now, they build a new burger joint that they, did, that they used to have in Florida that Larry and I were talking about. And now here in Hampton Roads, they build that burger joint. And then Larry and I are riding in the car together and we drive by this new burger joint. The car will automatically start talking to us. Larry and Dave, remember that burger joint you were talking about that there was in Florida? They just opened up one around the corner. Would you guys like to stop in and have a bite? 
That is the technology that they're putting into cars, which is interesting, but totally scary to a certain degree. Even me, who is an advocate for all this great technology, I think some of this stuff is totally cool. That scares me just a little bit, just a tad bit that the car is so advanced that it's holding these conversations. Not only is it holding these conversations for that purpose, but they also are advancing the technology in cars. So if I had a bad day at work and I get in the car, the car can sense by me grabbing a hold of the steering wheel or by my emotions or facial expressions that I'm having a bad day. So it searches its memory bank for a good memory so it can go ahead and engage in conversation with me knowing I'm having a bad day and brighten my day. Now, what I mean by that is it has the technology to know I'm having a bad day, to know that I'm a little off by my facial expressions, my heart rate, and everything else, and it can actually engage in conversation with me and try to put me in a good mood. So it'll have facial recognition. Yes, the cars will have facial so recognition. if they have facial recognition, the car's autonomous, and... Autonomous? Uh, yeah. Uh, anonymous, <laughs> self-driving, self-motivation, self... You want it... Did we catch it all? Because it's getting kind of crazy. It's not even self-driving anymore. Now it's self-recognition and everything else. Well, now it can also go park itself. Right. It has... The technology is crazy, guys. But for the fact that the car knows I'm having a bad day or it can engage with Larry and I in a conversation or remind us that two years ago we talked about a burger we liked and now there's this restaurant around the corner that just opened up that serves that burger, this is the technology that we're facing in cars. It's completely crazy, but at the same point in time, it's very interesting too. It has me a little bit excited, has me a little bit scared. It should have you right on the seat of your pants. And on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio with Dave Palach here on Freedom 1110 WKQA. Wish you could get your car in the air? We've got you covered. Don't have the tools for the job? Not a problem. Dream of having a garage equipped with everything you need to get the job done from start to finish? Well, dreams come true. At American Do-It-Yourself Garage, you'll find our friendly staff just waiting to lend you a hand in a safe and friendly environment. If you're looking for a place where you can do it all, from cars, trucks, and even motorcycles, your do-it-yourself garage awaits. Call 1-844-462-3494 today or reserve your bay at AmericanDIYG.com. American Do-It-Yourself Garage. You can do it. We know you can. guys, Dave Pillot from Let's Talk Cars Radio. You've heard me say it time and time again. Anyone can guess what's wrong with your transmission. The true test is getting it right the first time. At Bob and Cindy's Cotman Transmission in Janif, there is no guessing. They understand that your car is more than just a car. It's what gets you from work on time and home safely at the end of the day. Bob and Cindy understand you have to work hard to meet the needs of your customer. Their certified technicians will help keep you on the road for years to come. If you can drive it, they can fix it. Call Bob and Cindy today at Cotman Transmission Janif. 466 7778. That's 466 7778. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow and Sons Incorporated until you need them. But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember J.F. Whitlow and Sons. 
Don't forget the phone number, 399-1714. That's 399-1714. Air conditioning and heating and all plumbing. J.F. Whitlow & Sons have been serving Hampton Roads since 1949, residential and commercial. You can always count on J.F. Whitlow & Sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time. Located in Portsmouth and serving all of Hampton Roads, those who know, call J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Call them at 399-1714. That's 399-1714. J.F. Whitlow & Sons, Incorporated. There's something special about Napa Auto Care Centers. They're backed by the national strength of Napa. Nationwide warranties honored by thousands of locations. You know that's Napa know-how. But more importantly, your Napa Auto Care Center is independently owned and operated by neighborhood professionals who operate by a written code of ethics. Put your vehicle in the hands of ASC certified technicians who will greet you with a smile you can trust. Visit us today. You heard me say it, and now here's your chance. Now's the time to go find your auto garage. Don't wait until it's too late, go to NapaBDGHRVA.com and find your all-star car care center today. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Talk to you soon. Are you ready for a change? Is this the year you go from just a job to a career? Well, ATI can help. Advanced Technology Institute offers degrees and diplomas in the in-demand fields with hands-on training of automotive technology, heavy vehicle technology, HVAC commercial refrigeration, maritime welding, and commercial driving. ATI provides accelerated schedules to help students get into their career field fast. So why wait? Day and night classes are available. Job placement assistance from orientation to graduation. Go to auto.edu right now to find out more. Or call 757-490-1241. That's 490-1241. What are you waiting for? ATI. Not just helping build the minds of tomorrow, but building your community every day. ATI is certified by CHEV, the State Council of Higher Education for Virginia, to operate in Virginia. Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Call into the program now at 757 222 3705. Now, here is Dave Palach. Welcome back, America. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio on WKQA Freedom 1110. I'm your host, Dave Pillach, hanging out with Rockin' Larry Cobb and, of course, Cameron. This is the vacation destination episode. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I decided to take a vacation. And with that, I decided to make sure you guys had new shows to listen to. So... I'm on vacation, and you're listening to a new show, so it's the best of both worlds. I got me a pair of sunglasses, got me a nice vacation shirt, a little drinky-drinky, and here we go. So, before we went on commercial break, we were talking about all different things car-related, and I got one for you. Are you guys tired of hearing about Baby Bronco? If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm tired of hearing about it. So, (laughs) if you guys don't know, the new Ford Bronco is coming out, and there's a baby bronco coming out and every time i turn around someone's asking me about dave what do you think about the baby bronco dave what do you talk what do you think about the baby bronco i don't care that's what i think about the baby bronco it's baby bronco this it's baby bronco that it's baby bronco this i don't care about the baby bronco here's the reason why so i had high hopes 
for, and I'm not a huge Ford fan. You guys know that. I'm a Chevy guy through and through. But I was excited about the Bronco. And the reason why is I always thought the Bronco was very, very cool. I thought the fact they're bringing back the Bronco was really cool. I'm for anything that you're going to bring back that's nostalgic. Uh, I'm just stuck in that time period where when you start bringing things back that look like the old stuff, I think it's the neatest thing ever. I was excited when they brought back the Challenger. I just thought it was a neat idea. I still think it's neat because it just has that old period kind of look to it. I think they should have did the same thing to the Camaro. I think they should have did the same thing to the Mustang. Everything should have come back and kind of have that old look to it. I think it's an awesome idea. If they brought back like a 240Z and made it kind of look like the old 240Z, I think that would be huge. Anything that you can bring back and have an homage to the old one will sell. I guarantee it will sell 100%. But then when you do that and you apply it to, let's say you throw it on a Ford Focus you know, platform or you take something and you throw it on like some of the worst platforms you already have and you didn't design something new or you put it just on a really junky platform or you try to take a really cool car and you don't put a lot of new technology and you try to throw it on something old you have. I think that's where people get messed up. Not to say that's what everybody does, but that's where I kind of go, eh, nice thought, poor execution. So th- that's where I differ from the idea of being great to going poor. And I get in arguments all the time on a lot of the forums that I follow and a lot of the people... I talk to now you guys know and there's a lot of you guys out there that follow this show that talk with me throughout the week on a lot of the different blogs and a lot of the forums and stuff that we all talk which is great because that's what this show is based on is you don't have to agree with me and and a lot of you don't and a lot of you do and that's great but we bounce back and forth and we argue about all different kind of car ideas and that's the basis of this show is to have open thought and open idea and talk cars. We all talk cars. We talk about fixing cars. We talk about everything. If you got something you need fixed, ring me up. We'll talk about it. Um, I love the fact that you know this show has so many different platforms. So we have the radio side of it, and we have the video side of it, and we have the talking about cars on blogs and forum side of it. Uh, this show goes in so many different directions for so many different people, and that's that's the best thing about it is we constantly are talking about cars. That's what I love. That's what the show was based on is cars all the time, 24 hours a day. It opens conversations about so many different platforms. I love cars all the time. So, But I do get to the point where I think the manufacturers mess up, and when they mess up, I talk about it because I just – I have big hopes for a lot of the major threes, even though I'm a Chevy guy. doesn't mean that I can't love you know, some of the other stuff that the manufacturer is doing. doesn't mean I don't love some of the stuff Dodge is doing. doesn't mean I don't love some of the stuff Ford is doing. You know, I mean, you, you, got, you guys hear me joke all the time. I, I say me too car. But, you know, you guys know I started off loving Ford Mustangs. I still have a huge love for some of the older Ford Mustangs and stuff that are out there. Uh, do I joke about it? Sure, because that's just I'm a Chevy guy. I, I grew up Chevy, and I'm going to love Chevy to the day I die. Even when my Chevy truck gives me a little bit of hassles here and there and stuff like that, and i got to run it back to the dealership and argue with them on this and that, that doesn't change the fact that I'm still a Chevy guy. Uh, you guys that are a Dodge guy or a Ford guy can relate. Your Dodge truck acts up, you take it back to the dealership, and you guys get in arguments about things. That's every manufacturer. That's never going to change. That's just part of being brand loyal. So 
uh, you guys can relate on that. That's never, you know, I don't ever have to get into that or explain that to anybody. And if I do, well, then you, you don't truly understand brand loyalty at all. And, you know, when you're brand loyal, you're brand loyal for life. And that's not just in cars. That's in everything that you have, rather it's a car or it's uh, computer related or it's gun related, whatever it may be. It doesn't matter. Brand loyalty is brand loyalty, uh, tractors, you name it. Like, so anyway, I'm just tired. I'm tired of baby Bronco. I don't, I don't, I don't hear the term anymore. People are sending me questions after questions. What do you think of baby Bronco? What do you think of baby Bronco? I, I, I think it's junk. I think it's a bad idea. Bronco, cool idea. Baby Bronco, stupid idea. Anyway, moving on. So that helps that answer your question. I got, I'm not even going to address you guys by name. I got like 10 to 12 different emails that I got that came in that I could answer questions about baby Bronco, but I'm going to address it in one thing. Dumb idea. Anyway, so here we go. Avis and Lyft. You guys hear about them partnering up together? No. Yeah. Okay. So Avis and Lyft are partnering up together because apparently Avis needs a lift. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, waited. I waited. I had to use it. Avis and Lyft. I don't forget which one tries harder. Uh, which one tries harder? Harder. Hard, hard, harder. Remember that was a stag line for you had Avis and Hertz, and it was like one of them was number one, but the other one portrayed themselves as use us. We try harder. <laughs> no, you don't recall that? No, I don't. That was a big campaign back that's in a the sixties, seventies. Oh man, they hey, used to. They have these commercials. We may not be as good, but we try harder. You'd see this. Car, you'd see this car, <laughs> this convertible, driving down the highway, and into it would float O.J. Simpson. That's horrible. And that's you know, I want to say it was, uh, you know, Hertz is number one, but try try Avis. We're we're number two. We try harder. It was something along those lines. I'm surprised you never heard of it. No, that's. I don't yeah. think that would be – I would have had to probably scratch that marketing idea oh, out. Look at on the internet. It was big. It was in magazines, television, radio. Oh, yeah. We try harder. I don't think I could have jumped. We're number two, so we one. try harder. Hmm. <laughs> okay. It must have worked at some point in time, right? I just you – know, well, you would think so. But here, I can't remember which one it was, oh. but it was between Avis and Hertz. I, mm. And I want to think Hertz was number one, and Avis was the one that was number two. We try harder. I believe I that know. was the one. My experience with rental cars has always been interesting. I rent them and try not to tear them up well, before I bring them back. <laughs> That's my experience with so, rental cars. Avis, <laughs> so I know a lot more information on this uh, topic. Avis is going to be partnering with Lyft and offering the Lyft drivers the rental cars to show the customers are taking the lift rides on how easy it is to get a rental car and that's how it's going to happen but also did you hear avis um i'm trying to find this that's a little weird i mean my understanding is avis has always kind of been out there and kind of floundering around a little bit and so them partnering up kind of helps avis get a lift but yeah, they try harder. Well, they also partnered with uh, Waymo. Well, okay, so I already knew all that. And here's the reason. You're going to see a lot of partnering up here in the future. That's just going to happen. A lot of these companies are going to partner up because, as you know, we've talked about, there's a lot of companies out there that you guys have never heard of. So the partnering is going to connect to connect. That way, a lot of these businesses can stay relevant as we figure out ride sharing and everything else comes together, especially with cities trying to ban ride sharing and push them out of the cities so the taxi cabs can stay 
in business, which we the verdict's still out on if that's a good idea or a bad idea. I'll stay out of that one because everybody has their opinion, and I have mine. <laughs> well, obviously, Avis has big plans because partnering with Waymo, which is the self-driving car subsidiary of Google owner. Yes, Alphabet, right. Oh, yeah. No, there's I mean, big plans. You can guarantee if they're all partnering up, they got huge they, they plans. They have huge plans. They got huge plans. You can absolutely guarantee that. There's no doubt that when you see huge companies like that all partner together, there is a hidden agenda for sure, without a shadow of a doubt. Trust me. Even being on vacation, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to have all the current news. I can be on vacation and still tell you that there's going to be a whole lot going on. So, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I'm telling you guys, there's a lot of stuff that's going out and out, out there. It is 100% crazy how technology keeps changing. And I've told you guys over and over again, technology changes. Every time I open my mouth and we go another week, we roll around to another Saturday and I can tell you something that's changed on something I reported on the previous Saturday. And Larry always shakes his head and goes, you called it. Well, hey, just imagine <laughs> how many things will be obsolete next week. Exactly. It's I talk about it one week, it's obsolete the next. So I'll tell you one of the things that isn't obsolete right before we get ready to leave because it is getting to the time of the end of the show. You know how everybody's always trying to find a way to keep from t holding their phone and talking on their phone? I picked up the cheapest little clip before I went on vacation that clips right to, I know it seems simple, but it clips right to my vent and holds my cell phone so I don't have to hold it and I can see the incoming calls. Hmm. Picked up for like four bucks. Does it make the car smell good too? No, it holds my cell phone. <laughs> so if you guys want to keep from having to hold your cell phone, you ought to pick one up. Hey, that is the end of our show. It's another Saturday. We are rolling to another Sunday. Do me a favor. Enjoy your weekend. I know that I'm on vacation. It makes it sound easy, but you can enjoy your Sunday. Turn off the TV. Spend some time with the kids. They'll love you for it. That is the end of our show. Thank you for tuning in. I'll catch you guys next week on another vacation destination, and we'll talk to you soon. Drinky, drinky.